wouldn't be Thanksgiving without Turk and pork chop, would it? This year's a much different Thanksgiving for them compared to their last five adventures. Stay tuned. Professor Theo's Mystery Lab. Turk and Pork Chops. House of Horrors. The door creaked and slammed shut behind them as a chilling breeze blew a shudder up Turk's spine. Porkchop likewise trembled. How did we get into this, Turk? Porkchop asked. Turk reassured his hesitant friend, we'll be fine. Get the amulet and go. What's the worst thing that could happen? Long-time listeners of this show know never to ask that question. Suddenly, the howls of werewolves rang out. Bats fluttered overhead. Ghosts and ghouls appeared and vanished. You were saying? Porkchop the pig glared at his turkey friend. The two had come a long way from their days as animal entrepreneurs of the meatless jackpot restaurant. For all their many adventures, the pair had never expected to find themselves in Splendid's most haunted house. They didn't want to come, but the Amulet of Healing was the only thing that could help their piggy friend, named Bacon, from a terrible curse that had been cast by a vile, vicious, meat-eating warlock named Waylon, whose spells are feared far and wide. Turk and Porkchop relied on their resolve. We can do this, they said in unison. You want to split up? Turk asked. The clock struck twelve. Thunder rolled outside, and lightning flashed threateningly through threadbare curtains. Nope. Porkchop was insistent. They stuck together, thoroughly inspecting and searching a dusty, dank old kitchen that hadn't seen food in decades, and a dining room that hadn't hosted a meal for quite some time. Cupboards were bare. China cabinet was covered in cobwebs. Bathrooms were amulet-free. As was a downstairs bedroom. It wasn't until they moved upstairs a bit later that things got interesting. Upstairs, the giant old house resembled something of a museum. Though Turk and Porkchop both felt like its first visitors in many, many moons. They came across a hall of mummies, which wasn't so bad at first. Halls of mummies aren't scary at all, until the mummies come to life and start chasing you. Then they get real scary real fast. Turk and Porkchop ran. They bolted out of the hall of mummies and hid safely in a room filled with... Are those... Porkchop sputtered. Don't freak out, Turk reassured him. I know how you feel about dolls. Porkchop doesn't like old dolls, and he suddenly found himself in a room full of creepy old dolls. Turk, they're everywhere. Porkchop was hyperventilating. Turk was trying to stay composed, 
Well, they're not that creepy. It was difficult to make that case when the doll's eyes began to move, blink. Then their ceramic or plastic arms and legs began to move, and suddenly the dolls were mobile. Porkchop ran. Turk was close behind. Dozens of dolls and a handful of mummies were in hot pursuit. Thankfully, pigs and turkeys are faster than old mummies and artificial dolls. They're not faster than black cats and giant marionette puppets, though. And those are the next two obstacles our poultry heroes encountered. Trapped. Mummies moved in while dolls danced close by. Cats hissed heartily. And puppets permeated the fourth and final possible escape. Sounds of werewolves were heard again, closer this time. The ghosts and ghouls returned, levitating unnervingly. Suddenly, all the creatures surrounding Turk and Porkchop froze as slow, heavy footsteps grew close. Is that... Porkchop began. Turk finished his sentence. Yep, that's a vampire. See the teeth? Porkchop passed out. The vampire, just a few feet away, bared his terrible teeth and smiled. It's nice to meet you, the vampire said. We don't often get visitors. Porkchop was being attended to by a mummy and a couple of dolls, while marionettes, kitties, werewolves, ghosts, and ghouls looked on with concern. Porkchop awoke, groggy. I want my mummy. When he opened his eyes to see a mummy peering down, Porkchop screamed and passed out again. Turk joked, Mommy, to a mummy. That's funny. He'll, he'll laugh at that later. The vampire leaned in closer. Yes, visitors are rare. Especially, he licked his lips, turkeys and pigs, my favorite. Gulp. A terrified Turk noticed an amulet dangling on a chain around the vampire's neck. Without thinking, Turk lurched, snatched up the amulet, ducked between the vampire's legs, and sprinted quickly, as quick as a turkey's legs could take him, leaping over the dolls, under the ghosts, zigzagging to confuse the mummies, and tying up the marionettes in their own strings. Turk was off. The cats were still closing in, though. He made it downstairs, but the kitties pounced, tripped him up, pinned him to the ground. Unexpectedly, a resurgent pork chop raced by. Throw me the ambulance, pork chop shouted. Turk did so. Pork chop caught it and exited quickly out the front door. The cats turned their focus away from Turk and raced after pork chop but they halted once they spied the sunrise peering over eastern hills. Turk hid in a closet until the coast was clear, and then snuck out in the morning light soon after. He joined his partner at a super-secret just-in-case meet-up spot. They had survived the night and retrieved the amulet 
mercifully, they were able to barter it for their friend Little Bacon's curse-ending safety. Waylon the Warlock was satisfied, reunited with the long-lost relic stolen by his vampire brother, who lived in a house Waylon was not physically able to enter due to a hex cast on it. Greatly thankful for Turk and Porkchop's heroic efforts, Waylon's temperament improved dramatically. The amulet seemed to have a soothing power over him. Turk and Porkchop and Bacon were pleased as well. As all were healthy and happy and had each other again, everyone was happy. Well, everyone except the inhabitants of the haunted house. They were not happy at all. Mummies, cats, puppets, dolls, werewolves, ghosts, ghouls, and one very vexed vampire lurked angrily, awaiting an opportunity for revenge. The end for now. And that's the end of this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed the House of Horrors, and I hope you have an awesome Thanksgiving, listeners. We'll be back soon with the seventh and final tale in the saga of Cletus Cavalier's space run. The kid superheroes will return soon with the middle school mimics as well. A two-part wish box story is right around the corner. And with December near... The St. Nick Squad will surely pop their heads in at some point. Before you know it, we'll count down to a new year, 2022, with Professor Theo's fourth annual New Year special. Lots of cool stuff on the horizon, listeners. In the meantime, be good to each other. Have a wild and wonderful and weird and awesome and fun and thankful week ahead. Professor Theo's Mystery Lab is written and read by Jonathan Joy. And Levi Joy. I'm Rissy Joy, the proud wife and mother of these two. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes. Spread the word. Tell a friend. If you don't, Professor Theo might blast you into outer space. If he could do that type of thing, I mean. Also, please consider supporting this project by making a small monthly pledge at ProfessorTheo.com. You can email our family at theprofessortheo at gmail.com or tweet at us at Theo underscore mystery. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week.